Volume 4, Creepy Folklore, from all over the globe, here on the Colored Folklore Podcast. Episode 27, Asia, Cityscape, The Last Boss. Once, not that long ago, there was a young man waiting next to a sign and a bench. He yawned deeply. It had been a long day. His job had kept him late, as usual, so late that he'd actually missed his boss. That meant he had been waiting here for what seemed like hours. He glanced at his watch. He couldn't have worked so late that he missed the last bus. So where could it be? He looked up and smiled. The final bus of the evening slowly pulled up to the curb and the young man stepped on. He greeted the driver with a nod, gave the conductor his fare, and went to find a seat. There were a number for him to choose from. A couple sat snuggling close to the back. An older woman sat knitting close to the front. So he decided to give both parties their privacy and chose a seat in the middle. Letting his body almost tumble into the seat, he couldn't help but yawn again and went to loosen his collar. It was rather warm for the middle of November. So much so, he wondered what that meant for the rest of the year. The 90s seemed to have given China one mild winter after another, so he guessed 95 to 96 wouldn't be all that different. Letting the whirring of the bus, the laughter of the passengers, and the sounds of the city drown out his night, the man felt his eyelids slowly start to shut. When almost out of nowhere, he heard the conductor speak up. She was trying to get the attention of her driver. They weren't at the next stop yet, so he wasn't paying attention. But she had seen people at the side of the road. Squinting into a darkness further marred by fog, the driver let out a slight gasp. She was right. There were two men holding up a third person next to the side of the road. The driver grumbled to himself. He didn't usually pick up passengers unless they were waiting at designated stops. But one smile from his conductor, and the driver was slowly pulling over to the curb. She thanked him with her eyes and turned her attention to the boarding passengers. Two men, clad in Qing Dynasty robes, were supporting a third person who had their long hair tussled in front of their face. Their head rolled side to side and their feet seemed to drag behind them as the two men carried this person by their arms. The carefree laughter of the couple was cut off in their throats, and the older woman openly gaped. The conductor was going to take their fare, but when she walked after the group, her driver grabbed her arm. He looked at them, and then back at her. He warned her with his eyes, and turned his attention to the road. The three people walked all the way to the back. Looking at the group, and then at each other, the couple wasted no time scrambling out of their seats 
and headed all the way to the front. Shaken and clutching each other's hands, they attempted to talk with the conductor. The young man took all of this in with a bit of a smile. This right here, this is why he loved working in the city. The group was admittedly odd, but then again, weren't they all? He heard the conductor explain to the couple they must just be actors. Maybe they were shooting a television show nearby. Or maybe they were in the theater and had gotten out of work so late they couldn't even change into their clothes. The young man had tried not to laugh out loud and give his eavesdropping away. He knew exactly how that last one felt. So he shrugged and smiled, turning his attention to the rapidly fading businesses outside. Only, something was off. Was it the fog? Well, he could hardly see anything outside. Or maybe, well, maybe it was the sounds. It seemed like they had all disappeared. He frowned, and an involuntary shiver ran up his spine. He drew his clothes closer to himself. He must be working too hard. He was going from hot flashes to the chills. Hopefully he wasn't getting sick. The next thing he knew, they pulled up to a bus stop. Before they had even finished braking, the couple had gotten up and off the bus and were scuttling away as fast as they could. Sighing gently and shaking his head, the young man folded his arms and slid his eyes forward, where he saw the older woman glaring at him. He looked around in confusion. He was the only passenger left beside the group, and the three people in the back were just sitting there. The person with the hair was slumped off to the side and kind of jostled as the bus moved about. But the other two, they were like statues, looking almost exactly as they did when they were standing up. The young man heard the older woman clear her throat, reminding him she'd been giving him the eye. He turned back around and was stunned to see her standing beside him. He jumped in his seat. All that guilt is just running down your face, she said, leaning forward. Guilt, he questioned. But what guilt for what? What did I do? You stole my wallet, she accused. I stole your wallet? The young man parroted. <gasps> you admit it. The woman lifted his hand up high and flagged down the conductor. The man panicked and yanked his arm away, prompting the woman to take off her shoe and smack him with it. He tried to slide out of the seat and away from her, but she got in a number of good whacks before he did. Sputtering to himself, she backed him towards the front of the bus. The conductor was trying to wedge herself between the two while the man was yelling at the driver to help him. The driver warned them all to settle down, or he'd have to kick them off the bus, when the woman triumphantly shouted. She wanted to get off the bus. Nay, she demanded to get off the bus, and she planned to march this young thief straight to the police. The driver looked at the conductor, and the conductor looked back at the driver. They each gave up with their eyes before the bus quickly veered to the curb. The older woman straightened her back and marched off the bus, one hand clamped around the wrist of the young man. 
the bus slowly pulled off into the night, seemingly taking the chilly fog along with it, and the young man yanked his arm free of her grasp. <laughs> what are you going on about? I didn't take your wallet, the man said, dusting himself off. Oh, I know that, the older woman said, putting her knitting materials away. What? Then why are we going to the police station? The young man trailed off as he got a good look at his surroundings. There was a large field in front of him. He tilted his head to the side and twirled around in his spot. There was another large field across the road. He looked at the woman who was calmly humming to herself and slinging her bag onto her shoulder. We're in the middle of nowhere. The woman looked up and stopped humming. Mm-hmm, that's right. The blood rushed to the young man's face. <laughs> then why did you get me kicked off the bus? The woman's eyes twinkled. Because of those three. The man hooked a thumb over his shoulder. You mean those three weirdos in the back? She shushed him, raising both hands and looking around. Best not to tempt things, son. Just... Just be thankful we got off. And then she turned to walk away. The man ran around her and blocked her path. W what, what are you even talking about? She crooked a finger, beckoning him closer. He was apprehensive, but he leaned closer. Just a little. You had your back to them, so you couldn't see it. But they didn't walk down that aisle. They glided. The young man pursed his lips and folded his arms, while the woman continued. And when they sat down, the hem of their robes popped up. And they didn't have any feet. The young man dropped his head and his arms and sighed deeply. The woman patted his elbow. I know, dearie. That's how I feel, too. No worries. No worries at all. The young man pinched the bridge of his nose. So you're telling me those three were, were ghosts? The older woman lifted her hands and shrugged. The man simply started to trudge in the direction of his house. He called over his shoulder. I still have miles to go. I, I just wanted you to know that. She called back. Well, I saved your life. I just wanted you to know that. The man grumbled and continued to plod forward through the rapidly warming night. She cheerily called back, You're welcome, and went along her way. A news report blared near the young man's ear as his alarm tried and failed to rouse him from his slumber. He groggily lifted up his head, looked at the time, and let it drop right back onto his pillow. Yesterday he got off work late. Today he got home really late. And now he was getting up super late. He let out a muffled cry into his pillow when suddenly the news report caught his attention have no explanation as to why or how the bus ended up at the bottom of the reservoir. 
Local officials say the bus was due in Fragrant Hills late last night, but never showed. Upon discovery, diving teams identified the missing bus which housed the deceased remains of three individuals. For the sake of their privacy, we will not be releasing their names, but police have reported the bus driver, the bus conductor, and an unnamed third party were the only people recovered from the vehicle. They're reported to have been in an advanced state of decomposition, and investigators are scouring the scene. A quick review of security footage shows nothing out of the ordinary anywhere along the path leading to the reservoir. All of this then, of course, begs the question, how did the bus even make it onto the property, let alone end up at the bottom of the water? We'll continue to keep you updated on the nature of this story, as well as any additional leads as we know more. For now, you've been listening The young to man slowly turned off his alarm, turned his head to the sky, and softly said, Thank you. And, according to the people of Beijing, that is the story of just one creepy urban legend thought to warn the late-night travelers in their land. Thank you for listening today. All elements used for today's show are in the show notes, alongside contact information for the show. Please have a wonderful day, and make sure to treat yourself and others with kindness. We implore you to please seek out, ingest, and preserve local and global indigenous folklore as much as you can. We truly look forward to seeing you next episode, and thanks again. Thanks again.